3: And it is a good morning from the Concrete Gang, brought to you every Sunday morning on Community Radio 3CR, (laughs) and I've just got to say that we're looking forward to a big week this week. The Federal Parliament resumes, and so this week... The show will have a parliamentary orientation. Good morning, Buzzer.
0: Good morning. What a week it's going to be! Yes, back to the old uh, Parliament House. eh? what do you reckon is going to happen there? Do you reckon there's going to be a bit of action going to happen there what, with they Pauline might, and Derek they, and all uh, Darren and all them sort of people? Yeah, they
3: might have a raid. They might, they might oh, have yeah. a federal police raid on Parliament House. What about the, parlam- mor-
0: good- the parliamentary privilege?
3: Good morning Colin Good, are you, are, good are morning you, Have you got an explanation as to why they may have raided Parliament House?
2: I think they got partly the address at Parliament House and the address of the CFMEU office in Canberra mixed up I think they went to the wrong place Because uh, <laughs> our well, flag does fly high over Parliament House, I've seen it <laughs> I've seen it Well,
3: whatever the reason, it's been another big week in Canberra The, mm-hmm. the pollies are gathering to the fray and uh, we are going to enjoy many, many news stories while our good friend Malcolm Turnbull tries to prove that he is, in fact, the Prime Minister of Australia and leader of the Liberal Party, and uh, he will be surrounded and supported by the greatest ratbag crew you have ever seen in your life.
0: Did, we, did you see him welcome back all those Olympics and the way he carried on about it? Oh, please. It was an overkill out like, was the greatest thing of all time. They spent four hundred million dollars on the swimmers. That money could go to a lot of social network places and homeless people. And, and what did we get out of it? Put he two gold medals for the swimmers, and he's carrying on like they're the greatest athletes the world's ever seen. Yep. And we're proud of everyone. Well, not we're not proud, but do we have to go on about it? Mm, but you like, know
2: who sponsored the swim team, don't you? Who? Gina. Hancock Resources sponsored the swimming team. She would have used money she, and she turned And she turned up at the Olympic Village and took them all out for a bit of din-dins and all that. She she personally sponsored a number of sports. So that's got to be wrong. And just while we're
0: talking federal politics, it was great to see David Spears tear, tear the absolute crap out of old McKeelia. Cash, cash During the week She was stumbling her way through that EBA She did not have a clue clue. not one It was embarrassing to watch, wasn't it? Before
3: we get to the minor players Why don't we start off With? With the Julie Bishop Chinese Communist Party Award For this week Oh yeah young Jules, there she is getting selfies with all these uh, Chinese people and I, I can understand she thought the bloke was patting her on the ass but in fact what he was doing is he was just trying to slip money up the back of her dress <laughs> just to uh, get a bit of influence with the uh, Turnbull government. government but listen who do the Chinese Communist Party own other than the Turnbull government you tell us John Holland. Holland. Oh, right.
0: the most inked... John Holland, the
3: wholly owned subsidiary of the Chinese
0: Communist Party. Yes, the, there
2: the, you, you go. You know what the red in John Holland means. Where do they get the people <laughs>
0: working for them? Oh, They've got the worst... Pe- no, I'm not having a go, but these people that work for them... Yeah, I'm having a go. tell what, what a joke. What an absolute joke. Um, and
3: a cheerio to Comrade Robert Joyce, leading, <laughs> leading commissaire of the... Uh, John Holland Communist Party cell.
0: And his mate Rob, what's his second name? The other bloke, the big bloke, come from Western Australia. You've got me. The big project manager, can someone remind me? Mm,
2: don't know, not onto it. But I saw the, uh, I have heard that the new John Holland clothing issue will be grey this year.
3: With a red star. <laughs> With Yes, yes. With just, you know, that little collar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Anyway, the great chairman is has passed away, but uh, the miserable story goes on. And the miserable story continued out at Ravenhall this week because, guess what? There was a visit, and I ain't the greatest fan of ComCare, but uh, John Holland's got themselves out of the state work cover and health and safety system and got themselves under the so-called ComCare system, which was, in fact, supposed to be and had always only been for public servants and office-based type work. Now... Is that their get-out card? That was their get-out card. Of course, it doesn't mean too much because most of the people on the uh, site, out of the 800 people that are on the site, 890 of them are actually employees of companies who work under the state legislation. So uh, last week we had uh, Comcare and WorkCover, WorkSafe, turn up together and have a look at the site. And even Comcare were not very impressed. Oh dear, the investment is not paying off. There will be more people going to Beijing to explain. But they'll have to explain two other things two elevated work platforms that went over on the job due to unstable land and they were moving them around the site they went over because contrary to what's supposed to happen you're supposed to know where all the uh, excavations have taken place you're not you're supposed to know where the earth may not have been compacted fully and they sent them across uh, areas which were not properly Compacted, they were unstable, and as a consequence, but without injury, thankfully, two large elevated work platforms mobiling across the site both went over.
0: Rob Marchant, that was his name. I was thinking, of. Rob Marchant,
3: comrade Rob Marchant, comrade.
0: Rob, Rob Marshman has so, a bit of trouble doing his shoelaces up, but anyway, that's Rob. <laughs>
2: Rob. That's right, he slip ons, doesn't he? <laughs> anyway, so it was what a big, incompetent people! It was they a are. big
3: week. It was a big week. Uh, For uh, John Hollands, yet again, this is week number four. They just can't get it right. They were going to do all sorts of things about taking uh, the various unions to fair work for unlawful industrial action and all the rest of it. They demanded a 418 order and all the rest of the bullshit. At the end of it, they didn't go on with it because it was all too embarrassing. So to all the comrades... At John Holland's at Raven Hall, congratulations. You have done your owners an absolute treat. Yes. But we're not finished. with the, well, the jail uh, isn't finished. The jail isn't going to take a long time Well, we've well, built so
0: many frigging jails. We've got to tell you. To be well, be-
3: there might be a few uh, uh, Chinese political donors to <laughs> be incarcerated yet. Anyway, let's talk about something else that is Chinese. But this time... It's all with fibre.
0: Can I just quickly save yes. about jar? I might, might get off the subject oh, here, but, but, but we know Manus, Manus Island's been going to get shut down, right? And there, and there's some people that have um, escaped escaped in, in, into the uh, Papua New Guinea there, and now they want to get back into the in, back into Manus Island detention centre. So that's what the so <laughs> over there. That's what we're up against, right? Why did they open that up there in the first place? That poor country there. We're giving giving them all our problems. Surely there's got to be a better solution than that. Well, you've successfully
3: diverted attention from and the Roo Pigeon, oh, uh, pigeon right. shit
0: Island. Well, you know, come on, please, let's come up with a decent solution there. But anyway, I did jump over all over the place. What were you going to say? You digress,
2: but we're going to we're going we're we're to talk about, talk
3: about Port
0: Perry. P- Port Perry
2: asbestos uh, over there at Port Perry. The uh, the lead smelter over there in Port Perry. Uh, they're doing a five hundred odd million dollar expansion over there, and. Uh, Newton, Star is it? Star? they've uh, brought in all these heat exchanges from China and have, guess what? Full of asbestos. Actually said in the contract, do not, not, those heat exchanges must not contain asbestos. So what happened? They walk in, they go through customs, they turn up on the job and what are they full of? Yes, they are full of asbestos again. We're importing it again. That's what's going on. We're importing asbestos again. That's what it looks like. Under the... Uh
3: China free trade
2: Absolutely So, so we have to question some of that The uh, Peter
3: Dutton uh, Asbestos uh, Award this week Goes to
2: Nystar Nystar Nice Nystar Thanks Peter For uh, you've opened The doors again He's Well incompet- done
0: He's incompetent That bloke isn't he He's absolutely Incompetent That bloke
3: Righto So we've started off With uh, An exercise In shit canning uh, Some Chinese Products Some Chinese Owned Companies but now let's just jump to a local. Who? Rokez.
0: Oh, yeah. What's going on there? Come on. I'll boys. tell you
3: what's going on there. I do. He, is, he is in a situation where he's decided to uh, build himself a new factory and uh, somehow forgotten to pay the CBUS, the tax, the Link, the Invest. It mounts up. It is a huge amount of money. And just because you're in the back blocks of Shepparton, thinking you're outside uh, any kind of oversight or surveillance, you think you can get away with it. Well, I'm afraid you haven't. And the uh, blokes have been visited. They uh, have done what they have to do. And the company is now in a situation where they better be paying. Because not one employee in nearly 12 months has been covered by any form of insurance, not even for broken teeth. That,
1: that's Had great. it been
3: injured, couldn't get an ambulance paid under the insurance policy, had it been seriously injured, no trauma insurance. No And insurance. if they had been killed, as has happened in Shepparton, in the Shepparton precast world, there have been a many, many, many serious injuries and one death in the last, I'd say, 10, 12 years. And in that time, we have at least managed to maintain the coverage of the insurance and so on. But this bloke has gone out on the limb and he has basically put all his employees at risk. Anyway, it's going to get fixed because it has to get fixed. But uh, our good friends from Rocares, who ain't exactly the best precaster in the world... Uh, are going to be having to settle up. I even understand. So, if all those people from FWBC listening, he's in trouble because he's even broken the law. He hasn't paid his tax. The taxation office is after him. Co-investors after him. They are taking action in court against him. So, if you want to have a go at us, go have a go at Co-Invest in the tax office too because at least they're doing the right thing.
2: They're doing something about it. They're doing something about it. And that big, beautiful shed there in Shepparton, we oh. know how that was paid for, hey? On the blood, sweat and tears of your employees and uh, the lack of payment and all the rest of it, well, you've got that big, beautiful shed. I hope it gets taken off you.
3: Righto. We might cut to a track. I'd like to... Uh dedicate this to the son-in-law young Pete who uh, got this track for me, a band uh, the Alvin Brothers and not the Chipmunks Uh, they've got a song from uh, their album 1111 and it's Gary Indiana
1: I'm old, weak and grey running out of time yeah but you should have seen me brother when i was young and in my prime back in gary indiana in 19
3: Go, Dave Alvin, and uh, played out at the Northgate uh, Social Club. Used to be with a band called the Blasters, and uh, he and his brother had got together and uh, doing a little tour of Australia and uh, put out some uh, nice CDs. So I hope everyone enjoyed that, and it's just a reminder that uh, let's just say in the non-construction area, in the off-site area, in manufacturing. People used to have a go. End of sermon. Righto, moving along. Point taken.
0: What are we We, uh, moving along to? We're moving back to Michaela Cash. Michaela Michaela Cash, is that a real name, or is it (laughs) Michaela
2: Thatcher? Michaela Schell, well, well, she's she's made it quite clear. Uh, Maggie was one of her heroes.
0: That, no, I don't want to pick on people's hairstyles, but that <laughs> hairstyle looks very familiar, doesn't it? It's a wig, oh, isn't it? Please, it
3: looks like a flying can saucer. I say which the, moves voice, up and, the voice yeah.
0: she's got—it's got one of those the worst voice, right? Anyway, I don't want to pick. Well, let's on that. Not,
3: let's not talk about person. Yeah, I can't help it. F- traits. I let's talk help. about what she was on about.
2: Her rubbish politics. Her her her. Handling of the CFA dispute, she had absolutely no idea what she was talking about, and and lo and behold, uh, a particular union has actually taken her to Fair Work and using the Fair Work Act against Michaela for not bargaining in good faith. So that'll C- be interesting.
3: CPSU, that's uh, correct. Done themselves a treat. Yep, and uh, Michaela always fancies herself as the boss, and. Uh, There's a bit of responsibility goes with the boss. Little wonder they want to get rid of the Fair Work Act.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) So Michaela
0: uh, got on... uh Sky News with David Speer. Correct. Oh, he tore its strips out of it. It was magnificent. He didn't have to.
2: She just didn't know what she was talking she about. She
0: started making up a story about a car on fire and seven CFA people who would go to the fire and all this, and it's written in the agreement. And he said, where's it written? It's not written there at all. She had no idea.
2: She hadn't seen the agreement.
0: She, and he's he on to her about reading it. Oh, I've been briefed. I've been briefed. Well, being briefed and and reading it might be two different things. No,
3: no. She started off by saying she'd been briefed on it. Then she started talking details, so we asked her if she'd actually read it. Mm. If she had read it, then she had to be able to answer the rest of the questions. If she was simply briefed, then maybe she didn't have full knowledge. Oh, no, she insisted. I have read it. 500-page EBA. It's a bit over the top, but she said she had read it. And he took her out a word, and she stuffed it up big time.
2: Exactly. Wearing briefs and being briefed are two different things anyway.
3: <laughs> That's right. Anyway, just uh, need to uh, mention an ongoing dispute down at CUB. Uh, there was a rally during the week. There's a rally every Thursday, in fact. And uh, the Tower of Power, the big scaffold they have there at the entrance to the, uh, the complex... Gotta say, I'm nominating Raven Scaffolds for a very less than satisfactory job. But that will get fixed, uh, if it hasn't already been fixed, with a bit of diagonal bracing. Anyway, moving along, the Scabby the Rat was in uh, all his glory. Yeah, in attendance. I reckon it looks remarkably like a previous rat. That used to wander around following the uh, coal royal commission all those years ago, and it's grey. I guess it's just the passage of time; just got a bit old and a bit grey, but it's still a rat.
2: Oh, could be, could be son of son of the rat. <laughs>
3: well, once a rat, always, always a rat. rat. A rat. <laughs> so never mind. So the boys down at uh, CUB, the ETU and AMWU members who have been unceremoniously excluded from their work and have been offered basically a shit job at shit rates if they want to come back with a subby absolute disgrace it's our good mate Gary Woodburn uh, deciding on a new direction for CUB and uh, obviously that don't include decent wages and conditions nor union membership Righto, so cheerio to all those boys. Yep. Stevie, the uh, main spokesman down there, top job. And I've got to say, on Thursday afternoon, took a while to get them out there, but the uh, production people walked off and the CFMEU members in there who work in the logistics uh, part of the complex, as always, did themselves an absolute treat. So, cheerio to all them, and we'll go to Scallywags.
0: Just quickly before we go, oh. Scallywags, the, uh, just the Cummings function. Yes, right. right. Uh, just. Just Should be 10th and last year Flemington Racecourse All booked out Should be a great night You mean
2: last night Last night was a great night Oh sorry And sorry. you'll give a report on it next week Yeah I'll give a report on it <laughs> we still count, right We're right still, still counting Still the money and Just
0: remember <laughs> Special thanks to the West Australian branch In the sponsorship that they've done In yeah. the extra sponsorship yep. And the opening of the office And all that mm-hmm. out there too fantastic Mick and all the boys over there
3: Righto Scallywags ADCO That's my first name down here
2: Absolutely ADCO Greensboro Aquatic Centre Um, No emergency evacuation drill No rescue plan for the tower crane operator No lighting in the stairwells No emergency exit lights Fraudulent paperwork ticked off on drills that never happened It took three days to find a stretcher Dodgy handrails And the list goes on So Our friends down there at ADCO um, Don't jump in the water because you might just drown Well
3: Andrew Crellin, please come back. Well, he
2: bailed out, didn't he? He bailed out. Have you seen it. the writing on the wall? He, he put he put He's the floaties got the balance, on. Class 1 builder, Canes, Rodney. Andrew put the floaties on and off he went. He was giving
0: them a bit of industrial advice over at Canes now. How to, how uh, keep, moving, keep moving, keep moving. do
2: have we got? Voss. Oh, yeah, Voss. Down Vos. in Tassie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hobart, man. down to Parliament House there. We went down there and uh, the boys went down there, a few safety issues. Gave him a hand, gave him a bit of advice, and lo and behold, they went back the following day to check that. The uh, safety issues had been rectified, and uh, who's there? The Tasmanian police. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's just putting your hand up. Anyway.
3: Righto. Our good friends, Downer, and their
2: favourite subi Mahmood. My my good friends from Rotterdam. Yes, yeah, yeah, Mamut. Uh, At the Ararat Wind Farm during the week, a uh, material handler went over and crushed, and I mean crushed, two utes. Uh, And no jokes aside, if there would have been anybody in any one of those utes, they would not be with us today. Those utes were flattened like a pancake when it went over. Um, Still a little bit unsure of the details. Very, very ordinary. Very ordinary. At the risk...
3: Of having a five-minute lecture on the dubious history airport doors buzzer.
0: Oh, God, I've been dealing with this for 10 years, and it's finally... Oh, Frank, unfortunately, his 10 companies, they're all gone, right? Uh, Airport doors, 73rd Jetson, um, all these other companies he's got, they've all fallen over, um, and... uh, you can see the writing on the wall there, Frank. Uh, luckily, we've got a few of the compliances paid and all the rest And We're only chasing some annual leave and that, and we'll see how we go. Stay tuned for that. But uh, nomination to Frank out there. Cheerio, Frank. The
2: doors are finally closed on airport he's, doors. He's the
0: previous guilty one of calling the police on us out at that factory and all the rest of it. But uh, anyway. Cheerio, Frank.
2: ta for now.
3: Time to retire. Uh, major scaffolding. Mentioned them last week, mentioned them again this week. I tell you what, the history goes back. I was talking to a couple of scaffs who used to work for Major probably nearly 30 years ago, and guess what? Nothing's much has changed. So Major scaffolding in breach of so many things, it's not funny. And I guess the time has come for Ian to retire too. Mm. right are we got any more boys
2: yeah i've just got an announcement if i can make an announcement about the branch meeting oh we'll get to that okay any
3: more any more scallywags right we're going to go with who for
2: scallywag oh i tell you what it's going to be hard to go past michaela or should we go local should we go with uh julie bishop that's another one um, I actually like Mamoot though. Downer, that was that was terrible. What happened there? Well,
3: I actually, I think Frank and Airport Doors oh, okay. for a sustained virtuoso performance over a decade. Oh, I tell you what, Michaela hasn't been around that long. No, Frank's Frank... been
0: trying to rip the boys off for a long, long time. <laughs> right, ten years I've had it in court, in fair work, in the whole lot. Not paying this, not paying that. Didn't do him any good at the end of the day, did it?
3: No. Uh, well, who are we going to go for?
2: Uh, All right, we'll give it to Frank. Give it give to Frank. Frank. Parting shot. The doors are closed on airport doors. There you go.
3: And uh, I want to give uh, our mates at Co. The Sookie Lala. Sookie
2: Lala, yep.
3: The Sookie Sookie Lala because you would think that they were one of the best companies in Australia, the safest, the most best organised and every job is a shambles. Yep. And they keep soaking up that people aren't fair to them. (laughs) Righto, the branch meeting is on on Wednesday night, five o'clock Trades Hall. Make sure you're there, and we'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose.
2: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast.